Welcome to Stokes County Boys, a podcast in which two friends discuss a place and things that made them who they are and who they are not. As always, you're joined by me, Philip, and my good friend, Patrick. Patrick. Philip, we are live in person. I was trying to distract you, but you still nailed it the first time. That's right. I clenched my eyes closed because you were doing something (laughs) physical and rude that was going to make me giggle. And I didn't want to do it again, so I pushed through. Wouldn't have pegged you as a giggler. Well, I, I, I giggle. I giggle. Uh, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> but anyways, I'm really excited today because we, we talk a lot about a lot of stuff. I mean, we did one on Dark Side of the Moon, a classic album. We did one on Jurassic Park. One of the the most well-known movies. But today we're talking about a movie that I don't know if anybody that's listened to this has even actually seen. But for some reason, me and you latched onto it. We went and saw it in the theaters like champs. And we loved it. It's Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Philip, when we got out of the movie... Because you and I hadn't seen each other in a while yeah. before we had went to it, and but when we came out from the movie, because we, you know, went to dinner, called up beforehand, we're in the parking lot. It was, it was just dead silent. We hadn't said anything, and I remember we we made eye contact, and both of us were just kind of like we we had a conversation without even speaking. It's like this was exactly what we wanted it to be. It, yeah, exactly. Yeah, and when you talk about it, you hear the title. Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. That's exactly what the movie is. Yes. (laughs) (laughs) And if you get it, you love it. If you don't, you know, fine. You you move on, please. But we're going to have our fun. Oh, yeah. But before we get into that, Patrick, I just want to talk a little bit. If you remember a past episode we had, Top five episode, one of our classic top fives, as everybody knows and loves. Our stop and watch movies. We got a lot of response to this. Uh, people, and, and we mentioned it in previous episodes, uh, what they, their personal stop and watch movies are. If they're up late at night, well, they happen to catch this on cable and lose sleep over it. We got a response. And not just, not just from anyone, Patrick. It's from the patron singing of the show. The Vossinator, Andrew Voss, he gave us his stop and watch movies. Would you like to hear it? Would you, you like oh me to Oh my share? God, yes, of course. All right, so thankfully, Andrew is, is along with me. He put Lord of the Rings. Wow. You said no. He said Lord of the Rings. Wow. Of course, he included the, the two towers. So he's going to stop and watch those. Okay. All right. Okay. So I feel vindicated there because you said they were too long. They are. <laughs> <laughs> thank you thank you patron saint also forgetting sarah marshall okay yeah that's a good one yeah that i haven't thought about that movie i've seen it a few times but yeah see when i read that i was like oh yeah yeah i would i would stop and finish watching that movie that's a good comedy to like finish watching he also said my cousin Vinny, another courtroom scene classic courtroom scene that you would have to finish and watch he also said braveheart which um can't remember off of the top. I think it was Zach. Zach mentioned Braveheart as well. Because he was like Troy and Braveheart and all these like historical dramas. Well, so l- it, let me throw out there that 
both Zach and Andrew are very historic. They are like yeah. historians. I mean, yes. they're very much historians. They're very historical based. They, you know, I mean, he's a social studies teacher. He, like they, they, <laughs> they love that stuff. So you like, said com- that like it was a bad thing. No, I, I respect it. <laughs> Phil, if I did not teach music, I would no, teach social I'm studies. Kidding. And I mean yeah, that yeah. like, I really do. Social studies is like, it's great, but you know, they're really into that history stuff. And so that makes yeah. perfect sense. You know, Lord of the Rings works like that, too, because even though it's like a fantasy thing, it's so, like, deep into its own uh, mythology. Yeah. And it, well, I mean, Tolkien created his own history and his own, like, world there. So it, it no, always makes, it makes sense. Yeah, it makes perfect sense. Yeah. The the last one he said, which, definite classic, comedy classic, Office Space. Yeah. Uh-oh. You know, I, I, I've seen it enough. I, I, so I don't think I need to see it again. You know what I mean? It's like, yeah, I know what well, happened. Yeah, it's fun. Well, that one I kind of plug in with like those ones that I did add, like like Happy Gilmore or Airplane or things like that. Like, it's stupid I, fun. It's stupid yeah, fun. I love that movie. I I wouldn't put it on the same. God, this is what we have become, Philip. <laughs> I would not put Office Space on the same level as Happy Gilmore or or Major League Two. God, oh, well, well, I mean, not even close to Major League Two. But it would be funny no. if we started getting real snobby about the like the schlock that we're talking oh about. Like, like let's be honest. Like, all these movies are the same in that we will stop and watch them, which is kind of the point. But like, yeah. We know them. Is it a top five? We we know them well enough to argue. <laughs> is that a top five? Uh, it I mean, Mortal Kombat. 1995's Mortal Kombat didn't make Patrick's list. It, it, don't there's no way. There's no way. <laughs> no way. Another thing that Andrew notified me about. You know, we were talking about one of our earlier episodes a few weeks ago. Uh, we were talking with Jonathan Carone about Bill King's future. And so one of the things he was actually mentioning, there is something that they're building right now. And it's this like $10 million uh, aquatic center that's being built in King. And so he sent me some information on that. It's called uh, King Triton Aquatics. In the next two years, they're going to build this big like aquatic, like I guess a swimming complex. And I guess I'll hold like tournaments there or something. I'm not even sure what it is, but um, uh, I guess it's a big deal because it's a big, a big, huge complex they're going to build near the the Pizza Hut. That's awesome. Now, not the original Pizza Hut because I remember the original Pizza Hut was a parlor and it was slightly on the Forsyth County side, so they could actually sell beer at the time. <laughs> Only if you sat at that table or that table. Or that yeah, table. yeah. <laughs> the front tables were for the teetotalers, but. Um, yeah, so this whole thing's coming up. And then, like, you think this coupled with if they're able to pass that vote and they could get some hotels and some, like, better restaurants in that town, that could be a big boon for this this community. Well, not just even better or more restaurants, but, like, if, if the current restaurants were allowed and willing, right. you know, I'm right. not going to... You know, uh, looking at you, King Kitchen. <laughs> <laughs> King Kitchen, get your Long Island iced tea <laughs> yeah. with your hash browns. No, hey, why have we not talked about how good King Kitchen is? I yeah, no, I, I need I've to go never back had there. a bad meal yeah. there, like okay. in my entire life. Like, God, what a good place. Anyway, yeah. no, Philip, you're right though. Like, like this would be a great chance to bring in for for the swim meets for whatever you know. Because I mean. 
I didn't realize North Carolina's actually got a really intense swimming community. Uh, right. Hey, and remember, friend of the show, Chris Turgliaferro, at one point had that that West Oaks uh, uh, relay record. Yeah, I don't. We don't know if it still stands. Correct us if you know. Please do. But yeah, bring in a couple more hotels. Bring in like yeah. like like let's let's keep the visitors in King in Stokes County. Yeah. Because you know they're going to go to Winston Salem to stay. Like, like just right. Let's keep them in. Keep them there. Let's keep, keep that money in. flowing, people. This is how it works. This is how you keep them alive. It's how you keep this town alive. I, I like that point. Like the things are starting to converge. It, it seems like um, there there could be a a real like movement to make uh, King a viable and vibrant uh, little town. You know, I think it's a great idea. I think I'm looking forward to seeing it. Yeah. So. We'll see what happens. And hey, on the other side of this break, we're going to get into it. We're going to get into Abraham Lincoln. Vampire, Vampire Hunter. Yes. <laughs> ah, yes. 2012. Here it is. Stokes County Boys is brought to you in part by Bull City Bows and Ties. Gussy up your puppy with these easy-to-attach fashion collar accessories. Your kitty will be sitting pretty in these handsome bows and ties. So go to etsy.com slash shop slash Bull City Bows and Ties to see over 50 styles and patterns. Founder and CEO is vet technician by day, pet fashion icon by night. Independently owned and operated, Bull City Bows and Ties can be found on Facebook or Etsy shop. Once again, etsy.com slash shop slash Bull City Bows and Ties. Bull City Bows and Ties. Tell them the Stokes County Boys sent you. We're back. Patrick, we're back. We are back. All right. So we're going to get into it. Now, this movie, it, it kind of holds a special place in my heart. And I'll, I'll, I'll get your reaction, Patrick, because this movie came out in uh, 2012. Is that correct? Yep. All right. So this movie came out in 2012. At this time, I'm deep into graduate school. And sometimes, like, Patrick and I have a history of just, like, we've seen some just ridiculous movies in theaters, and we just know, there's just certain movies that we know, if we're going into that and seeing it in the theater, we're going to have a good time. Yep. We mentioned it before, we saw Godzilla, the 1998... Matthew Broderick. Madrick Broderick uh, Godzilla. Um, pure mother killer. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Rage. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. Great soundtrack. <laughs> yeah, Sorry. soundtrack with uh, No Shelter by Ray That's the Machine. I couldn't think of the title. That's it. Um, we saw that in the theaters together. You know, I drug Patrick. I'm like, let's go see this movie. We had a good old time. Pootie Tang. We went and oh, saw in the theater. What a time. <laughs> <laughs> you better sign your pity on the running kind. That's right. See, there's <laughs> yes. not a whole lot of people that can run that off, but we can because we saw that with our friend Robbie and one other person that happened to be there, but nobody else in the theater. 
we saw that movie together. <laughs> you we had a person that was watching us. Yeah, like watching the weird, us. Have, the weird yeah. worker. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah, yeah. <laughs> yeah. And then <laughs> I don't know what it was, but I, I was working. I had a part-time job when I was in graduate school, and somehow I found out about this book called Abraham Lincoln Vampire Killer. And then I saw, like, in a month or so, there were the movie was coming out. And so I'm like, oh, my God. And so I get that book from the library. I start reading it by uh, Seth Graham Smith, who also wrote the, uh, the screenplay for the film. And I'm like, Patrick, I got a movie. This is like one of those like classic things that I know it's, it's ridiculous. I just sent you the title. I'm like, we got to go see this movie in theaters. And we did. It was like one of those things, like we hadn't done this in a while. Like we'd gone and seen some of the like big blockbusters together. Yeah. But not one of these movies that, you know, is just like some mid budget, low budget, just ridiculous kind of goofy movie that, you know, exactly what you're going to get when you're going in. We're not going for cinema. We're going for popcorn, just pure enjoyment. Patrick, what what do you remember? But Philip, I would say, I would argue that like, we actually got good cinema that day. <laughs> we didn't just get. I, you know, rewatching <laughs> it, rewatching it. I'm not gonna go that far, but at the same time, I there's just just some things where like just like just like watching some other like like some of these like Fast and Furious movies. Just some of the things that happen in these action scenes just makes you laugh out loud, and you're just having a great time. Philip, you know it. I think it also we have to to you know recognize it's not just the movie itself or the cinematography and all this. It's also like you know you were in over your head with grad school at the yeah, time. Yeah, yeah. I hadn't seen you in forever. I I'd, and, I'd and also so, had a my first son was born in 2011, so this yes. is 2012. The first year of that, I was like, yeah, people I, like I was drowning. It, <laughs> yeah, but like as we're pushing forty. As as we, you know, we're doing this podcast. We we talk about movies. We talk about concerts. We you know part of it also is that like you want, especially coming out of quarantine, you yearn to like maintain these connections. Yeah, yeah. And you know sometimes it's just like a you gotta like we gotta make time to do something. We gotta make time to do this. Right. And you always have a reason in life not to do something. You yeah. can always find, let's be honest, what's a reason? It's an excuse. Right. It's synonymous. I think we needed to hang out because it had been too long. Mm-hmm. And just life, life happens. Yeah. Life happens. I get it. But, like, what better way to reconnect <laughs> than to watch a movie that, like, if we were 17, we totally would have watched it. We would have watched it open at night, Philip, at the North Point Five. We yeah. probably would not have paid a penny to get in because we would have stand up. <laughs> we have been standing up, pumping our fists during some of the scenes, cheering, and yeah. It, so, so this was kind of like a return to form for it the was. South County Boys. Do you remember the name of the restaurant? I remember the Silver Spot is where we watched it. Do you remember the name of the restaurant that we ate? No, at? I don't. I don't. It may still be there. I, I need to look it up because it was really good. I don't remember what happened. I remember it being really good. I like good restaurants. <laughs> okay. But we, what like, was it? You know, I don't remember. But we had like we had a really good meal because we ate and you know yeah caught up for a little while and then went and watched this. 
And then, as I mentioned, walking down, it's like, this was exactly, <laughs> exactly what, what I we wanted, wanted to be. What we needed. This was perfect. This was, you know. <laughs> and honestly, like, I, I don't think I've seen the movie since, since I'd seen it in theaters. And I noticed it was like streaming on HBO Max. And you, you, you have the Blu-ray, Philip. When we were discussing, we, you, when we, <laughs> when we have our brainstorming sessions about like you know topics with yeah. the cover, you're like, hey, do you have this? I'm like, you know I have this. <laughs> you know I have this movie. And Philip, dare I say, mm-hmm. it was probably about a month, maybe a month and a half ago. I'm on my Sling TV, yeah. about two in the morning, getting oh, ready no. to go to bed. Yeah. Guess what I see? It's on. Guess what I stopped and watched? <laughs> this movie. Oh, hell yeah. Wow. And then I watched it today again because I wanted to be fresh. And I wanted to be ready. Philip, I feel like this is going to get silly yeah. because this which movie it, yeah, which is, is so freaking silly, funny, it awesome. It is. It's and great. Now, if you don't know, like Seth uh, Graham Smith wrote this book, but he wrote it after... He wrote the book, uh, which was pretty popular, called uh, Pride and Prejudice and Zombies. So he basically, in that book, he basically took the Jane Austen text, and I don't, I, I haven't read it, so I don't know exactly, but he kind of just inserted this like zombie narrative in this. Now that book later became a movie too, but I think it was, I looked it up, and it was released in like 2016. I don't even know if it came out in theaters because I don't remember it at all. Um, but in 2010, he writes Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. 2012, this movie comes out. So you know he just wrote this because he knows this is going to be a great movie. And I read the book in anticipation because I remember we had, to, like, this is when I had, like, an infant son. And it was my first kid. And I was like, I had to plan this. And part of the planning was, like, in anticipation for this. This was a big deal for me to go out and see this movie with you. Yeah. <laughs> yep. And part of this was reading the book and i read the book before i went and saw the movie now the book it it's very similar it's just a it's just a fun dumb book that you know was written to be sold as a movie and it worked and he even got to write the the screenplay somehow got this made with some sketchy uh russian director that didn't do a lot of american movies after this i was like looking up his filmography but well but philip tim burton was the producer yeah, Tim Burton produced it. Yeah, so so I don't know if there's like a tongue in cheek. There's gotta be there. There, I mean, uh, what was the connection? Because I mean, how does a name like Tim Burton <laughs> get attached to this? Yeah, but uh, I'm not surprised. You know what's funny though is because have you ever seen you have you seen the Spielberg Lincoln movie? I'm not that cultured, let's be honest. Well, I have. And the thing is, is when I was re-watching this, I was like, oh, I thought that was in the Spielberg movie. I've been conflating those two movies. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, <laughs> and so it can happen. I mean, the cinematography on this was a very... Yeah, that that's one of the things. It's like <laughs> there was some stuff that was like really cool and these like incredible, like, cgi digital camera moves and stuff and sometimes it was like really awesome and sometimes i was like i don't even know what's going on what did just happen because i remember re-watching it now i had to like do that 15 seconds back yeah. button a few times just to be like wait what just happened 
because I don't really understand visually what's going on during some of the action sequences. Well, Philip, I, I do want to throw out something before we even really get rolling. Uh, Rotten Tomatoes, as of today, okay, only has this as a 34% positive. Oh, bullshit. And that, that makes me lose all faith in Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, and... You know, I know one of the big stories lately is that Paddington got knocked off and is no longer at 100% fresh. And I'm just like, Paddington wait, wait, 2, excuse Pad- me. Padding- oh, Paddington like- 2 was the only movie that was 100% fresh. Like, a couple weeks before, someone had found an old negative re- review of Citizen Kane that knocked that down to 99%. And so Paddington 2 was the best-reviewed movie ever. And then somebody found a 2017 review of Paddington 2 that was negative and knocked that down. And so I'm just like, after seeing all that, I'm just like, who who cares? These are fans. These are people. And you know what? If you make it, if you're the Siskel and Ebert, if, you're, if, if you make it your life to like understand, you know, Quentin Tarantino, no, I didn't go to, to film school. Yeah. I studied films. Yeah. You watch movies. I'm like... I'm okay with that. I'm like, uh, that's fine. Right. But like, you know, this is all opinion. And I just, at the same time, though, how can you not like this movie? Yeah, it's ridiculous. But that's the thing. It's like movies serve different purposes, right? Yes. There's different things that you want to get out of movies, okay? So I watch Parasite because I want. So glad you said that. I want a foreign film that is like high art. Blah, blah, blah. Not every movie I watch is going to be high art, so I don't expect it to be high art. So when I watch a movie that the title is Abraham Lincoln, colon, Vampire Hunter, I'm not expecting it to be, you know, I don't know. Phil, this was an old Western. (laughs) Yeah. This was an old Western. It's a typical revenge plot. Exactly, yeah. it's, It's historical fiction. We've talked about this when, like, dealing with, like, the Assassin's Creed series. Mm-hmm. When we when we're diving into silly historical fiction, it inspires me actually to look up what really happened. Yeah, and yeah. quite honestly, that's better than half my teachers did growing up. <laughs> you know, like I'm actually doing this on my own. I'm doing some yeah. research and stuff. I'm like, you know, wait, when did Lincoln die? When was he said? Oh, what was that? You know, process. What what happened here? Or there, like the movie itself. I mean, it's it is it's very much like an old western. Yeah, you're right. And well, the thing is, the one thing I notice on this rewatch of it is that it's almost like it's almost like two movies in one. I think this movie would have worked as as like a movie and its sequel, but that was never going to happen based on this. But because I think that old Lincoln, which you see in the like second half of the movie, yeah, with like as president mm-hmm. as Civil War is raging. And having to like rehash young Lincoln's uh, vampire hunting days. Oh, he even dropped his axe the first time he was. Trying yeah, to, yeah, yeah. yeah. Yep. I, I really like that. But I almost think like, what if we could have gotten two movies out of this? And the first movie was just like young Lincoln learning how to be a vampire hunter, and then just like kicking ass and just like chopping heads off. And the f- like because you watch the movie and that. That scene, that the revenge killing of Bart's and that final scene where he actually kills him like with the horses and the horses are running <laughs> and, and that, well, that the stampede of horses, 
that's like only halfway through the movie. And I'm like, that could have been a great final scene of a movie. And then you could have got the second half where he he puts away the axe. He marries Mary Todd. He uh, becomes president and all this stuff, but he has to like come back to it. Almost like, you know, like those old, those old Westerns where they're like, nah, I'm putting away the badge, but yeah. I got to bring it back. But yeah. So I, I, I want, I want two movies out of this. I think, I think it's a little rush. I want to agree with you, but at the same time, I know we're getting ready to throw down. <laughs> I, know, I know we're getting ready to get in a fight with this. Um, You're a little bit more precious with this than I am. <laughs> I, I am. I'm, this is my serious face. Super serial. Um, <laughs> I don't think the world was ready for two of these movies because I think, you know, you talk about, you mentioned Parasite, you talk about perfect movie. Philip, I don't think the world could have handled if this was split into two because I think there would be too much perfection <laughs> that, like, like I mean... You you would have cats sleeping with dogs and 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 like dogs and cats living together. <laughs> this like I really think the world is not ready based on what we're seeing. I don't think the world's ready for that. Maybe now. What about now? No, because you got the you got the franchisation of everything. Where like everything's like think about the the Mortal Kombat. Did you see the the new Mortal Kombat? No, y'all spoiled it for me. Like right, you went to bed early. We were going to see it. Well. Okay, but let me tell you <laughs> that movie. That whole movie is just a prelude to whatever movie they're going to do, the movies they're going to do after this. They intentionally know that nowadays they'll do movies that are almost like predecessors to the movie they actually want to make. You're right. Like this Mortal You're Kombat right. one. There's no tournament. They keep talking about a tournament. There's never a tournament in the 2021 Mortal Kombat. It's because you know Spoiler. they're going to make a second one. And it's going to, it might have the tournament, you know, so who knows? But yeah, I, I, I see what you're saying here, but like, but saying that, Patrick, thinking about you were saying we weren't ready for it in 2012. There's a couple things that I saw in the action sequences in this. Now you might say, well, this is a shitty movie. This is a dumb, just crappy movie, a B movie. But there's a couple scenes in here. There's a couple action sequences that I've seen since then. Okay. Number one, do we want to get into this now? Because I don't think we need to really get into the plot. <laughs> Basically, if you don't know, see the movie. Okay, pause this if you haven't seen it. See the movie. It's a good time. You'll have a lot of fun. Uh, don't take it too seriously. Abraham Lincoln, guess what? He, uh, <laughs> he has a traumatic experience as a child. His mom gets uh, devoured by a vampire and killed. He, dev he, he devotes his life to it. He has a, a, a mentor, Henry. Turns out to be a vampire. And, you know, he learns how to... The ways of hunting and killing these vampires. You know, and then his uh, presidency kind of gets in the way of, of that. No, that was his contingency plan. Oh, right. Yeah, they bring I that up so. three times in the movies. Like, yes, that's always true. Always have a contingency plan. You know, I will say, even though it's like everything's kind of laid out and there's nothing for you to, like, guess about... <laughs> <laughs> because it's kind of written for dummies. But in a way, but I will say everything that kind of starts at the beginning pays off at the end. So you can't you can't blame him for that. There's there's a couple of like action sequences that I saw in this movie. Seeing it recently, I've seen this in movies that came after this. And I think it's really funny. I don't know if it's like coincidence or if it was pulled from this movie, but the first one is Bart's 
the one of the awesome sequences with Bart's and Abraham Lincoln. They're like chasing each other in that stampede of horses, right? Which was very reminiscent of the Lion King, actually. <laughs> yes, you're right. You're right. But one thing that Bart's does is as a charging horse is stampeding towards him, he grabs its leg, swings it around, and yep. throws it Flanging at Abraham it. Lincoln. Yep. Yep. Now, there's something else I want to mention about this, which is one of the funniest things. One of the It's one of the moments that just makes me like – it's one of those stand up and cheer moments and just just it made me laugh out loud when I saw it and it just gave me pure joy is not only that did he threw it at Abraham Lincoln Abraham Lincoln who's not a vampire which we know like by the lore of vampires sometimes they have superhuman strength yeah but he like John Cena rolls through that <laughs> rolls through that thing tumbling at him and he mounts the horse yep. <laughs> after it was thrown at him. I mean, that just gave me just it, – it just makes me happy. It's just one of those things that just – it fills me with joy, Patrick. But, but – Philip, they, they kind of had to make Abe Lincoln a bit of a superhero. Yeah. Oh, yeah. otherwise, it's not going to be remotely believable that he's going up against these vampires. Right, And, right, right. you know, I, I know that sounds silly on the surface because, I mean, <laughs> Abe Lincoln vampire, and automatically, like, you have to throw all yes. sorts of, like – reality and believability out of it but like of course you 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 go back to the scene you know where he sturgis is, is teaching him how you know he mentoring him That's and henry, all that right yeah henry sturgis yep. yeah okay he, you know he's like chop this tree down with one swing yeah and is you learn there but you start paying attention as silly as it sounds it's like you know he's right it's like it's not you know what you hate it's it's what you fear it's this yeah. is where you draw your power and so by making abe lincoln kind of that superhero it's yeah. more believable when he's going up against you know, and philip this is not the conversation for tonight but like you know <laughs> the different rules of vampirism oh, from yeah. from well, one thing saying, to another yeah like, like, that was going through my head at the time i'm like well the vampires in this movie are like this and not like this and you know going back to like bram stoker's dracula the novel and yeah it, it th that's for another that's a whole nother thing but the one thing i wanted to mention is the throwing of the horse you see this by Steppenwolf in Zack Snyder's version of Justice League when he's fighting the uh, Athenians or whoever, like Wonder Woman's people, right? The Amazons, that's what it is. The Amazon women, he picks up a horse and throws it. And I remember people saying like, oh my God, he even throws a horse. That was so cool. The way he just like picked up a horse and threw it. Well, we saw it in... Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter, nine years earlier. Who did it first? <laughs> yeah. So I just want to mark that. The other thing that I saw, the scene where we see uh, Henry, uh, the the point where he changes into a vampire, because that's one of the, the, uh, the things that is revealed in the movie, that he is indeed, spoilers, he is indeed a vampire, right? Yeah, but I mean that was obvious. I mean, it was obvious from the when when he drinks from the cup, and then when he first meets Abraham Lincoln, yeah. and he kind of picks up the vial and sniffs it, and it's like, huh? You, you know, it's blood. You know, it is. And Phil, did you notice 
that time out. Sorry, I interrupted you. This is for later. Henry. Okay. So one thing he does, he's fighting in this battle. It's the scene that it shows is like he had a love. He lost a love. He was turned into a vampire by uh, what's his name? Oh my god, Adam. Adam. Yes, of course, the first man. Which religious yeah. reference? Yeah, obviously. yeah, yeah, yeah. So Adam turns him into this vampire at the <laughs> point. But when he's fighting, he puts up a good fight before this turn happens. And one of the things he does is he has the the knife, and he's got it there, but he drops it yeah. into his other hand and stabs yeah. him, which is an awesome move. Where did we see that? Arya! What? Arya Stark, the Night King! Oh, yes, that's right. Yes. Boom! <laughs> it also happens in Last Jedi. <laughs> yes! So... Once again, where do we see it first? We see it first in Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. Now, were these influences? Was this movie a big influence of three things that we mentioned that were big pop cultural things that are bigger than Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter? Is it bigger than The Last Jedi? Is it bigger than Game of Thrones? Is it bigger than Zack Snyder's Justice League? No, but... Who did it first? <laughs> and so that's one of the things I'm like, got to go back, at least go back to the movie to see those, uh, those predecessors, at least that as a predecessor for these other films. People are always going to be inspired by randomness. Yeah, and exactly. You don't know who was involved <laughs> with any of the movies that have come out recently or will come out or whatever that they're like, yeah, I saw this in that movie and I want to still look. Art is creative. Art is recreative. Yeah, I, 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 that that's going to be my mantra for yeah till the day I die. I, I, you know, I know I say it a lot. I don't know who was inspired with all this. You know, but but, but yeah, it really Phillip, doesn't like, matter. It's the, just, the fact of the matter is that like Tim Burton being the producer mm-hmm. or one of the producers, right? That's automatic credibility to this movie, right? And so like, if I am an aspiring, okay, like. If I'm an aspiring artist, if I'm an aspiring filmmaker, whatever, whether I like it or not, I'm gonna I'm gonna look at Tarantino. I'm gonna mm-hmm. look at Spielberg. I'm gonna look at George Lucas. I'm gonna look at like what's been done so that I can copy, recreate. I don't like that, so I'm not gonna do this. Right. Like you're gonna shift it around to yeah. be in this context or something. The fact like is, that. is like you see some really good stuff in this. Philip, I don't think there was a single action scene yeah. in this movie that wasn't good. Okay. So I wanna ask you about this, Patrick. I don't know if you saw this a think of uh I don't know if you thought of this ahead of time, but what was one of your like just favorite kills? Because there is this scene, there is a few, like, oh, it's not quite a montage, but almost a montage of Abraham Lincoln kind of getting different assignments. One of my favorite kills that he does, I think it's my favorite one of the movie that is not like, you know, one of the, like Adam or Bartz, who are kind of the two big bads that he has to kind of confront. Right. Uh, one personal, one just kind of more global, for lack of a better term. One of my favorite ones is the the blacksmith that he goes to kill, and he puts his head over the fire and, and, and continuously yeah, pumps yeah. the blower so his <laughs> so the flames 
you know, blow up and, and burn his head off. I mean, that one, like to me, that is just, it's so absurd. It's like the first, you know, it's like the first time I saw Evil Dead 2. Have you ever <laughs> seen that movie? I have. You made okay. me watch it. <laughs> yeah, I'm sure I did. Yeah. So Evil Dead 2, the first time I, I saw that, it gave me such joy. I was like giddy with just the absurd and just like ultra violence and just the just, you know, it's just ridiculous, and it's supposed to be, yeah. And it's done in the best way, and you just love it every minute of it. Like when the, he's, you have Abraham Lincoln, the sixteenth president of the United States. Praise like, him. Praise him. <laughs> yes. <laughs> Pumping a blower on a fire to like yeah. burn the head of a of a blacksmith vampire. I mean, it's beautiful. It is. I love so, it. You know, I don't typically like horror movies. Yeah. And, and well, that's what I wanted to ask you is like, this is one you kind of latch on to. Yeah. But you're not a big horror I'm movie I'm not. Guy. And, you know, again, I, I, I can point a finger on this. It goes back to my first grade teacher making us watch Gremlins in first grade. But see, Gremlins is in this vein of this type of movie. Not when you're seven, Philip. But you're Phil, can you, would you let your seven year old daughter <laughs> watch it. this movie? No, but I watched it. I watched it about that age, and I loved it. <laughs> you watched Gremlins? Yeah, yeah. Well, I'm the TV version. The yeah. TV. Well, edit. okay, okay. For some reason, this movie doesn't scare me at all because I think it's so tongue in cheek. But I think yeah. they it, they know it is. Yeah. And yeah. and and I think it's beautiful. I mean, I feel like they know the content was going to be ridiculous, and so they embraced it, and so they didn't take themselves too seriously. Right. Now they didn't go as far as like a Monty Python. Yeah. You know, but yeah. but at the same time, it was like serious. It was serious, but. It didn't take itself seriously. Yeah. Like in the story, like the way I'm saying this is in the story, the character Abraham Lincoln is very serious, right? Mary Todd is very serious. His friends like Will and Speed are very serious characters. But outside of that, it doesn't take itself too seriously. No. That's what I'm saying. And I, I really think that that goes along with like the director and the genius of the actual direction yeah, yeah, yeah. that you see. I mean, writing, you know, yeah. it's, the writing, the, the book is it. the same way. Yeah. yeah. Um, I thought, I, I do think it was very interesting that like, you know, the director, they, they throw these like gems of quotes at you at certain times, you know, for example, like the first thing you hear History prefers legends to men. Yeah. And then they bring that back at the end, but uh -huh. twist it. Yeah. You know, like, like. Well, it's the same thing. It's like, well, what do you do with a legend? you like, you prefer legends to men. Well, you can take that legend of Abraham Lincoln, who is already a legend in the, like, you know, the, the zeitgeist of America as this, like, just amazing president. You know, if you read about him, you may learn things that he wasn't as awesome as you think he is. But you take that legend and you push it a little bit further. And like, what if he was like, uh, you know, killing the undead on top of being <laughs> one of the great presidents? Well, he, in that quote at the end of the movie, they address that. And, you know, it's like you only get a percentage of the 
<laughs> of what actually happened, you know. And America prefers the legend over the man. Yes. Philip, the Emancipation Proclamation, the, you know, that was such a part of American history. I mean, that right. was very huge. When Lincoln was giving this, and you see, our, our listeners don't know how my mom works. You know, you know how my mom works. <laughs> you say this every episode. I know. And you cut it out of like almost everything. So I have to like continually, like, maybe it'll get into one and they'll know. I'm, I'll put it in this know. one. You know, my mind is split. It's it's like there's two things going on constantly, and they're half the time they're battling. But like there's always a split mindset of my my own. I'm thinking of two things. I'm watching Lincoln give the Emancipation Proclamation, and I'm thinking that like number one, man, only the people in the front can hear him because they don't have amp- <laughs> they don't have ex- like they don't yeah, have microphones yeah, right. and all that. And, and so like the people in the back, like you know. I don't think it would have had the same impact in person as it did with the stenographer, the the people writing it and whatever. Mm -hmm. Like, I think that would have, and I think it did play more of a thing, you know, but, but the other thing that really hit me, this is such a part of American history. Like this is such a huge event. You look at like, the world wars one and two you look at you look at the revolution you look at like all these things every major change in americana every major change in in like the the forward pushing of life as we know it as an american has taken such a dramatic hit which was negative that caused conflict that resulted in the aftermath. And when we look back, yeah. it's it's kind of, I don't even want to say humbling, it's almost embarrassing. Yeah. Oh, like yeah. It, it, it's, there's a lot of things well, that happen to push forward in our country. Yeah. I mean, I mean, that's one of the things I was thinking about while I was watching this, because one of the things this movie does is that it pushes the narrative that vampires which are this like monstrous undead non-human kind of human but non-human creature was responsible for the genocide of the the native peoples of america yeah and also kind of helped push slavery as an institution in the south and that the the vampires in this movie were uh working with the Confederate States of America to kind of create a, their own nation. Yeah. Right? They want to take over the whole thing. Right. And then and then you're like, all right, so that it's kind of a cool thing to see like that as yeah, there's this like uncontrollable evil that that was like pushing these things that happened in America's history. But then you're thinking like the, the tension there also is that to me it's like, well, it kind of forgives the human as um, the these kind of blights or these kind of bad spots on American history, but at the same time, it's like mm, I I, I want to push back against what this is kind of doing because it's like no, the 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 genocide of the native peoples and their and subjugation and all this and oppression, it's not monstrous. It is human. You know, and this might be too deep for this type of movie, but this is kind of flowing through my mind on this rewatch of this movie. 
even though it's kind of a dumb movie and it's in a glorious sense, it's a dumb movie. When I say dumb, it doesn't mean bad. It means I, I still like this movie, but at the same time, it, it feels like a cop out that, oh, well, you know, what happened to the natives and what happened with like slavery and the African-American population? Well, that was the vampires. It wasn't us. <laughs> you know, Adam, Adam mentions this when he's, for lack of, be- of a better word, blackmailing Abe, you know, because you know, he steals his friend. He you know, brings me like great action At- scene. Get yeah. ready to happen. Well, Mackie, what's his name? Anthony Mackie. Yeah. Yeah. We'll, we'll hang on. No, okay. no okay. don't even go there because I'm getting ready to go there. <laughs> I'm getting ready to go there. Um, but he even says like slavery's been around forever, and and they show Egypt. They they show stuff. That was a kind of nice animation sequence. It was a yeah. re- like visually, it was really cool. But like as a human being with a heart and hopefully a soul, I'm thinking like, damn, this. We're not good people as a right. it, just generally like we're not good people. This is this is hard to watch knowing that like the caste system has been in place since humans first were able to communicate and it's hard. It's really hard to watch. And we're not going there, Philip. Yeah. We are not going there. <laughs> but like like right now you got Israel and Palestine, uh, yeah. like like going, yeah. like going hardcore again yeah. for what the six thousandth year, right? Yeah, I want right. I'm going to make yeah. myself stop because Abe Lincoln Vampire Hunter. <laughs> <laughs> there's yeah. there's wait a minute, yeah. It, it, Adam brings that, up Adam brings the, up yeah. that 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 like this has been going on. This is this is who we are. This is just that's humanity. Kind of the, that's kind of the great thing about this movie. We start to go in too deep, and then you remember, wait, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter. I've read it all my life. I've never actually said it. De- Deus Ex Machina. Machina. Yeah. Did I say it right? Cause, yeah. Okay. <laughs> the hand when, of God. When old boy busts through the window. In, in, like, <laughs> um, I loved, I've, I've been to New Orleans once. I loved it. I, yeah. I love the visual. Like I, I love these southern cities with with like the just it's a blend of the buildings plus the environment. Yeah. I love it. I you know I loved when you know Abe has basically been subdued. He right. he he's getting he's ready got the chair on his Oh neck, yeah, yeah. Right? And then boom. You gotta describe it, Pat. Ever, <laughs> oh boy, oh boy, boom! Oh boy, it. boom! <laughs> no, you know his his friend Speed. His friend Speed busts in with the carriage, does a Tokyo Link- drift <laughs> on the blood on the carriage. I mean, you gotta see this movie. There's just like there's some things. It's it's such well, an uneven movie because there's some parts where like. The love story between him and Mary Todd, it's so basic. But at the same time, okay you get that. a horse carriage busting through a plantation house doing a Tokyo drift on blood. But it <laughs> saved Will Johnson, who was getting ready to get uh, killed, and exactly. it saved Abe Lincoln. Say, yeah. They both, you know, went and felt like I and was. That's, and there's still, hey. And there's still like 45 minutes of the movie. We got to get plenty of time. He's not even president. Plenty of time. No. And I'm okay with his relationship. Yeah. yeah, yeah. I'm glad. Like, it was just like, 
Mary Todd, Abe, boom, they're together, done, fine. <laughs> I'm fine with that. Like, if, if I really want to go there, let me watch The Notebook again, because that was a good movie. That was that was really good. You know, like, he's building this house, and they're in the rain and whatnot. That was awesome. But, like, all right, I can because Mary Todd Lincoln, Abe Lincoln. Why not? Well... We, we we saw why. Well, you had to you had to have the stakes where it's like Henry told him you can't have friends, you can't have loved ones, he can't help himself. This happens in every movie. Can't help himself. Supposed to be a loner. Can't be a loner because you just fall in love and you can't. Help it. No. And then he pays the price. He, I mean, he loses a son. It's that's pretty brutal in that part. So Willie. Let's talk about Willie, but before we do, when you see an actor or an actress, do you automatically like go to their filmography? I mean, sometimes yes, if they're if they're iconic enough. Okay, so when I saw Mary Todd today, yeah. I watched I, I rewatched this, and I'm this is not like an Ace Ventura where like you know I've seen it fifty times, right. and so I, I I got it, you know, yeah. but I've seen this enough to pretty much know what's going to happen, but also, like, you know, you, you got a little bit more than just your, oh, this is my second watch or second listener or whatever. Um, Philip, I got to ask you this. Like, like seriously, when you see an actor or an actress, you know, and, and you place them in what they've already done, like, you, you place them in the previous movies, whatever, or, or television, whatever... Mary Todd's introduced immediately, like, and and this happened even today. I have not watched this movie as much as I have Ace Ventura. I've not watched this as much as I have Dumb and Dumber, or like any of these other. Well, let's call them stop and watch. Like, oh, I've seen this a million times. Yeah, yeah. I see Mary Todd introduced immediately. My mind goes to, oh my god, it's Ramona Flowers from Scott Pilgrim. Oh, from oh, really? Uh, okay, yeah. I'm like, uh, what was it? Scott Pilgrim versus the world? Yeah, yeah. yeah. Is that the actual title? Yes. Um, Mary Elizabeth Winstead played the role, but immediately I go, boom, there it is. Sam, like the Falcon. Yeah, yeah. That's Lincoln. That's, yeah, yeah, Anthony Mackie, Will Johnson, Lincoln's friend. Like, I'm like, oh. Yeah, I forgot he was in this movie. And then you see him, and that's the one thing I like about watching movies that you haven't seen in like a decade or, or a few years is like, who's going to show up in this movie? That didn't recognize it. I mean, it's I like, mean, even oh Speed. God. Speed is played by I forget the name of the actor, but he's like in It's Always Sunny in Philadelphia. He plays like the Poyle brothers, like this disgusting family that shows up from episode to episode, and he's in that. And I'm like, oh my god, it's that guy. And so, like, when you see, like, Anthony Mackie is playing Will Johnson, you're just like, oh, there he is. Abe Lincoln's best buddy. Philip, I really did like the visuals of this movie. Like, especially even starting the movie when um, they showed, like, modern Washington, D.C. Yeah, and, and, yeah, and then yeah. it, like, is transforming to where as it goes seeing, back in time to, you like... You see the Washington Monument being built. Yeah. And then at the end of the movie... It shows the Capitol under construction. It's not right. quite finished. And then the movie ends back in modern times with Henry, who, you know, he's a vampire, so he's eternal. And he says the same thing to some nameless 
person that no, he no, said no, no, to. No, 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 not oh. just some nameless person. Some nameless African American that time wise <laughs> that had a gun, but 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 time wise could easily have been interpreted as our forty fourth president. Oh no, are you saying that our good buddy Barack Obama is also a vampire hunter? I am saying. Wait, how did? I didn't catch that at all. I am saying that time-wise, if you look at like the actual time, because you know it's supposed to be modern time, and this movie is 2012, you know, which, election year. But but you know, it easily I think could have been interpreted to be. Oh boy. Oh, okay. I, honestly, all right. I, I, di- I didn't catch that, so I'm glad you did. I, I think. I mean, right? Wouldn't that be a fun little twist? I I like it. That would be the sequel. Even though I want two Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter movies, because I think this movie really would have been even better if it were split into two, like Young Young Lincoln and then President Lincoln Vampire Hunter. Now, here's the thing: like we talk about, like we love this movie, and and I want to poke a little few things in this. One okay. of the things, okay. One of the things that really bothered me, but at the same time, I was just like, ah, it's fine. Is that when he's President Lincoln, he says to Mary Todd as they're having dinner or something, "It's the first day of Gettysburg," as if he knows that the battle will last more than one day. <laughs> and well, then, and then he gets the idea as he's like, "Oh, I can't even like this fork." Right? This fork. And then he gets the idea to melt all the silver. So then you realize that he does this whole thing about melting all the silver, shipping the silver into weapons via Harriet Tubman, which is just so funny that all these people are like so intricately connected. There's only like five people in this yeah. universe. The good Even Stephen Douglas, who he, who he runs against as president, was dating Mary Todd before he he married her, right? And then Harriet Tubman is somehow really closely linked to them. But he does all this and gets the uh, uh, the, uh, the the silver to all the Union troops that kill all the Confederates and the vampire Confederates in two days. Because well, it's not it's less than two days because he says, "Oh man, it's the first day of Gettysburg." I don't know what to do. And then he gets the idea of what to do. <laughs> and then it all happens Philip, in I, a very quick amount of time. Philip, I, I will agree with you. and I, I, It's ridiculous, well, but I also like it because it's ridiculous. I will agree with you, and yes, yeah, ridiculous, but like I do agree the timeline of like the Union getting destroyed on that first day at Gettysburg. And like... General to, Lee, to, I have no division... <laughs> Going <laughs> another great movie, actually. But um, oh, shit, we should probably watch that. No, it's, it's a great movie. It's a great movie. Um, but no, I, I, I will. Martin Sheen, Robert E. Lee. I will get, and I love these movies. I like, I, I love war movies. I really do. But like, I will give you, you know, the timeline's unrealistic. It's stupid. It's crazy. Yeah. Yeah. But like, and it, it's completely unrealistic. There would not have been enough time to round up all that silver, make them into weapons, and then get them to Gettysburg by like the third day <laughs> using Harriet Tubman and the Underground Railroad. Right. I like. I'm with you. I get that. 
Philip, you know, I do, I do have another minor complaint about this movie since we're dealing with the negatives. Mary Todd shoots, I, I'm going to mispronounce her name, Vidoma, but yeah, like the, the female, the female, the vampire. female vampire that was like the bad, the bad girl, yeah, yeah. you know, Adams number two in command or whatever, mm-hmm. you know, she sees her, Mary Todd sees her, puts the necklace in her, in her gun. The, she, yeah, the yeah. silver sword from her son. Mm-hmm. The, she shot her right between the eyes. Perfect shot. Boom, dead. Whatever. <laughs> she was not holding the rifle correctly. And like, I would I would not be a Stokes County boy <laughs> if I did not mention the fact that like to be that good of a shot, she should know how to hold a rifle correctly. All right. Well, there you go. Like, not okay. It's okay. Hey, we love these movies, but we're not afraid to point out that was wrong. Yeah, that was, that was wrong. wrong. That was wrong. Wrong. You know what was also wrong? Well, the the only other thing that I'll say about this movie is that 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 set piece, that final like big set piece where they're on the train and she they set the 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 bridge on fire and all that and they're like fighting on top of the train that's supposedly carrying the silver, but it's not. Guess what? Because it's not that railroad that's carrying the silver. It's oh. an underground railroad. You thought you were going to get a heel turn for Mo. Yeah, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Oh, oh speed. speed. Yeah, but, but he nope. did. He did a. He was a double agent, yep. right? Pretend like he was with the vampires, but he was against the vampires. He made us all marks. Yep, yep. He worked ourselves into a shoot. <laughs> but the one thing I can't, like, this might be just a direction thing is I couldn't tell what was going on half the time during that. And there was so many times I had to like hit that 15 seconds back to see like, wait, what, wait, what just happened? What just happened? And, and that's one thing, one critique I have of this movie is that sometimes with these action sequences, especially at the end, I, I couldn't really tell what was going on. Would you say, Philip, that, that, it was like like your confusion was only during the fight scenes. Yeah, yeah. I think it was more visual storytelling than, okay. than anything else. Yeah. Okay. Like during the, the, the kind of basic storytelling of the story, <laughs> I was never confused. <laughs> no. <laughs> it it good, said good, good. everything that if if you had any question in your mind, there was some sort of dialogue. If it was off camera dialogue or or, or like ADR dialogue that, that explained exactly what was going on. So that wasn't an issue. The fight scenes were fun throughout. Oh, yeah. Whether yeah, yeah, whether they're jumping oh, yeah. on horses, whether it's the you know the, I would the say, fiery train. Yeah, and I would say that the first half of the movie for me, the first half of the movie, those fight scenes were much more enjoyable than the second half. But yeah, I mean the fight scenes are great, and it shows how revolutionary the matrix movie was because like you you think back the matrix was the first movie that we saw that somebody out there please correct me if i'm wrong with that but i I think the matrix the matrix was the first movie we saw that like you know slowed down everything to show what's actually happening you would see that like somebody would throw an axe and, and then the, you'd, yeah, you'd see like Will Johnson kind of pause and step to the side a little bit as it would pass by or something like, like that. I think 
this movie was very influenced by you know yeah the matrix and uh, all that i mean every movie's totally influenced by everything i get it but but i thought that like this the action scenes were just i don't know it was like boom okay we're in a fight so now we can sit back and watch our popcorn Mm -hmm. or eat our popcorn and and, and just watch our, our we don't have to think yeah. It's like, let's just, let's just go. Okay, all right, all right. And then 10 minutes yeah. later, all right, now oh, pay attention. Can I just say one thing that I loved was the Bart's death was that <laughs> the, the revelation that not only was Abraham Lincoln vampire hunter wielding an axe, but it was also a gun. <laughs> when that... When that scene happened, and he he had that he had the butt of the axe, and and the barrel came out of it, and it was a gun, and he shot it. I was just like, if you don't understand that this movie knows what it is at that point, you don't you don't know how to watch movies. You know what I'm saying? <laughs> but he also knew, and and again, this was like a common theme. He needed a contingency plan. That's right. That came yeah. up like. So many if, times. If he couldn't do it with an axe, he could do it with a silver bullet. But right? you know what, though? He learned that early on. He was not a good shot or whatever. I mean, this That's was like right. a, this yeah. was your contingency plan. I thought that was genius. I really did. I, th- I thought that was genius. And <laughs> I wouldn't go that far. I'm, I, I will. No, it was I will. Clever. No, it's not <laughs> clever. It's genius. It's, it's no, freaking it's genius. Um, so I I, I want to, because I, I feel like I feel like we're building up to this debate on what a perfect movie is. Yeah. Because like, okay, I'm gonna put you on the spot. Okay. What is your perfect movie? And well, I, in I, my I mind, the, I, I I think I'm, the only one we've talked about on the show is Jurassic Park. Okay. And I think it's it's completely fulfills what it's set out to do. Oh. I okay. love the way you just phrased that. So it doesn't necessarily have to be, like I said, some sort of piece of high art. Because if it sets out to be high art and it becomes high art, then that's a perfect movie. Okay. Jurassic Park set out to be a great blockbuster movie. A tight, perfect blockbuster movie. And it is that blockbuster movie. Yes. Now, Abraham Lincoln, Vampire Hunter is kind of sets out to be this kind of piece of revisionist history, kind of tongue-in-cheek, postmodern B-movie, but kind of recognizes that it's a B-movie. Um, is it a perfect movie? For me, no. It's not. I like it. Do I love it? Kind of. For me, a better version of this movie is something like I mentioned before, Evil Dead 2. Evil Dead 2 is a perfect version of what Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter is trying to be. There's some things that fall short, like it tries to be a little bit of a metaphor, but the metaphor is mixed and the metaphor doesn't quite work when I was talking about like how it kind of uses vampires as like monstrosity of like human suffering and human oppression and things like that. It doesn't quite delve deep. It it doesn't, it kind of just touches upon that. It doesn't really go into it like it should, if it's going to try to be a metaphor for that. 
it should avoid it altogether, which it doesn't. So that's why it's not a perfect movie for me. Do you think a perfect movie has to encompass a metaphor or... No, it doesn't. Well, it ends up doing it whether it wants to or not. Sometimes it just does. Uh, when I'm going back to Jurassic Park, for example, it is a commentary on like um, on unchecked like capitalism, and it is a commentary on capitalism, even though it does the very thing that it kind of critiques. If you look at the like outside of that with the it becomes a franchise right the movie the the movie of like the toys and the merchandise and all that like make hundreds of millions of dollars you know billions of dollars but yeah so not to say that i don't like abraham lincoln vampire hunter but i don't see it as like this kind of perfect movie it's there there I, are a lot of weak spots that really bother me but at the same time there's other stuff that just give me joy, like I was saying, like <laughs> when the horse is thrown at Abraham Lincoln, yeah. and he's fine with it, and it's <laughs> and the the axe is a gun, like stuff like that. I love. It's completely okay to just watch a movie and like it. Yeah, like that's completely oh, yeah. okay. Yeah. Um, I was watching this, and I, I I think that like some, I don't know. This is like you know the long term of our discussion. <laughs> you know, yeah. I, I feel like at some point we're going to have to discuss what is a perfect movie. And I feel like that's going to be like that epic well, Ragnarok. It's not, there's not one answer. Like I said, there's not one answer, but it's like whoever or the group of people that are making the movie, if what they're going for is what comes out, that's when it's perfect. Well, you're right, but unfortunately right now that's going to be like the dollar. It's going to be, yeah. you know, what can we make that people will pay to see? Yeah. And 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 then God, uh Well, there's also a little magic sprinkled in that all these things converge and it works out. You're right. Cuz it's so hard to make a good movie. It's so hard. I'm recognizing that at the same time. You're right. And you know, Black Widow coming out sooner than later. I can't remember the exact date. Yeah, I'm gonna buy it. I'm gonna whether it's like on local streaming or right. going premium it, access. Hope, hopefully, Plus. they'll let us go watch a movie in the theater soon. Um, like I'm gonna watch it, and I'm probably gonna like it. And I'm, you know, but it's also that like they've had the the Marvel Cinema Universe story writers. Mm -hmm. It's gonna be a good story. They've got the money to produce a really good visual, so it's probably going to be great, you know, that way. Right. But, like, when I was watching this movie, Philip, I really, truly, for better or for worse, made myself go to your definition. Like, <laughs> what what is a perfect movie? What's perfect? Right. So, so here, here's... I'm just going to read my notes. Okay. I said, perfect movie, colon... Epic fight scenes, fun story, twists and turns that makes you think but not think too hard. <laughs> right, yeah, it does that. Explosions. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Good guys win. Yeah. 
Personal issues resolved through vengeful violence. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, girl. Like, like, again, I can forgive her not being able to hold a rifle. Mary Todd was right, though. Yeah, she was. She She couldn't hold a rifle, but she hit old girl right between the eyes with that. I mean, yeah. yeah. Um, Like, what more can you ask for? Like, what more do you want in a movie Cause I mean, I this, want I this want was just a third fun. act. I want like my favorite scene was not the end. It was it was the middle where he was <laughs> riding on the the stampede of horses. Was much more like I'm I'm gonna be straight up. I saw this movie in the theater and then I saw it you know recently and thinking about in my head i thought the last scene of the movie the one that stuck out to me i thought the last scene of the movie was the horse thing i had completely forgotten about the burning bridge on the railroad so there's more than one railroad well come on patrick you know what i'm talking about plot point yes but the death of adam who's the big bad yeah was not as impactful as the death of Bart or even <laughs> the random uh, Ironsmith that, that gets the, the, the his head burned off. Okay? So that's why. The, the, those are big reasons why. And plus the just the fact that I'm sitting there watching it, making all this silver, and I'm like, wait. He just said it's the first night of Gettysburg. So in one day... <laughs> He got all yeah. that silver to him. Like, that's a little too much. You gotta like, s- don't mark. Like, like, if they had not marked that timestamp, it wouldn't have bothered me. But the fact yeah. that they marked it, it was like, don't do that. Just don't do that. You no, know, though, I am 100% willing to forgive that. Yeah. Because, like, well, like, like, I mean, in the end, it doesn't bother me as much. But when we're talking about perfect movies, we're talking about perfection. And even though, like, it's not like I'm saying I don't like this movie. I'm just saying it's not perfect. And that's all. You know, doesn't the, mean I don't want to watch it. Doesn't mean I won't rewatch it. Doesn't mean it's not a stop and watcher. It just means it's not perfect. I feel like we're going very negative as as we end this. Um I'm I'm not negative. Like I, I will had, I, I will watch all time. I will watch this movie. I'll watch it again. Any day of yeah. the week. I'll watch it if it's on. It's a stop and I'll watch. I'll show it to people. It's, I think people should go this, see this movie. It's a great I think movie. There, I think there are some predecessors to things that people think are like, you know, more elevated, such as Game of Thrones or Last Jedi or or even Zack Snyder's Justice League. All of which could have stolen from this movie. That's very possible. And if Exactly. There you go. I don't and if you want to see the original version of it, check out Abraham Lincoln Vampire Hunter. So we found it. So you beg, you need, you desire this content. And you can only get it from the Stokes County Boys. Who else is talking about this movie? Okay? All right. If any, if anything we do, Patrick, Patrick, if there's anything that we do, it's to get a few more people to, to watch this movie. You see, the it, it's a predecessor of things to come, action sequences to come, and it's a lot of fun. It's a good time. Great time. Don't want to be negative at the end. At the end of the day, I'm going to say, hey, watch this movie. It's fun. So the fact that we can even argue that this is a perfect movie. <laughs>
Yeah. I almost want to argue that it is. Uh, watch this movie. Yeah. So I'll say watch it. I'll say watch it. It's not perfect, but well, watch it. Watch it. It's fun. Hey, let us know what you think about the movie. Let us know what you think about any other thing. Uh, you know, you can always email us at stokescountyboys at gmail.com. Twitter at scboyspod. Instagram at stokescountyboys. We're doing amazing things. You can uh, follow us and and converse with us via that. Also, don't forget, rate, review, and subscribe on Apple Podcasts. It helps other people find the show. Hey, the best thing, word of mouth. Tell your friend, tell your mom, tell your brother, sister, whoever it might be, a co-worker. Tell, tell them to listen to the show. Say it's, it's a good time. Spotify playlist, all the music featured on the show, uh, you can check it out there on Spotify. Uh, direct support, always anchor.fm slash scboys slash support for as little as 99 cents a month. You can help us uh, keep this show going. Remember, this is as DIY as it gets. We got buttons. We got t-shirts. We got the uh, Bull City Bows and Ties helping us uh, keep the boat afloat. Good stuff ain't for free. So help us out. Right, Patrick? Yes. It's always fun. I, I like getting into deep conversations about uh, seemingly trivial things, but they're not. Just like Abraham well, Lincoln Vampire Hunter. You know, Mary Todd called Abe a liar, yeah. Yeah. but he told her early on he she, was a vampire hunter. She, he, he said it right out, he and said she, she laughed she, at him. She thought he was joking. Yep, as, as most of us would, so you can't blame Mary Todd. And I'm just going to say Mary Todd was right. Uh, she was she was right. Abraham Lincoln was guilty for the death of their son Willie. But uh, Patrick, hope you have a good night. You know what? Go Ramona Flowers. Right on. Mm-hmm.